the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 136. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Did I get the right episode? What'd you say? 136? Yes. Sweet. Fuck yeah. All right. Check it out, guys. We are talking about emotional independence today. Yes. And do not mix it up with emotional intelligence. Yes. They're not the same thing. Emotional intelligence will be for another podcast. I think we've talked about it before. We have. We do another one on it. Um, we should listen to that one again. We should read the book. Oh, yeah. We have the book. Somewhere. Somewhere we have the book. Yeah. No. Cool. We'll check it out, and then we'll make another one on it. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So emotional independence is different than emotional dependence. It's actually the exact opposite. No. Yep. Um, do you want to get rolling on it, babe? What is it? What do you got for us? Oh, do you want me to... Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. How's your day going? Good? Fast? Too fast. Let's Too fast. How about you? It's a good day. Yeah. We got some stuff done in the new house. Got shit done. Getting stuff done always feels good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Emotional independence is the ability to regulate your emotions and still feel good about yourself even when difficult situations present themselves. It is also the practice of being able to regulate your emotions without seeking constant approval, attention, and validation from another person. How's that? Love it. That's what Google told me. I love it. I love it. So emotional independence is not going on social media and comparing yourself to to others, asking people questions for validations. Dude, oh my God. It's like... When you send out a Snapchat of yourself to a bunch of people looking for them to say like, oh, you look pretty today or you look good today, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. That is 100% emotional dependency. Um, It's it's not. um, So emotional independence is not um, having to be with other people at all times. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not seeking validation. You're not you don't have to be with other people at all times. You're not distracting yourself so that you're not spending time with yourself. Um you're not comparing yourself. What emotional independence is, okay? You should be able to be by yourself and enjoy your time together. So together by, or alone? Like together with yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like enjoy your time with yourself yes um it is so you don't care what other people have you don't care that you might not have something that they don't have Mm -hmm. but you could still want more and strive for more but you accept that other people are on a different journey than you yes this is the big thing you accept that other people are different and have different things than you, but you don't compare yourself and base yourself off of that. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's emotional independence. Yeah. Is that a wrap? Yeah. Good. Done. Let's leave. All right. Cool. So let's go into it. Let's give some examples. Let's dig a little deep into emotional independence. Okay. 
Do you want to start with like a relationship example? Sure. How, how it relates to relationship? Sure. Oh, I have to bring up an you're example? Going, you're going on one. Oh, okay. Um, like what we were talking about in the car? You could do an example of that. Oh, man, you put me on the spot. I wasn't ready for this. I didn't prepare anything. Um, right now, right, right, that shit right there, that's emotional dependency. I know. It's really bad. Um, okay. Because uh, you're worried what other people are going to think about you not having something on the spot. I also just didn't want to have a weird, awkward silence, oh, okay. which I right. guess... Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't want to have an awkward silence. Sure. Um, I mean, we could just do it the the straight out one, right? Like uh, the the whole driving a manual thing. Oh yes, please let's play. Right, we let's we, fucking go, dude. We might as well do it with I one love that's it. actually in our relationship. Let's rip, babe. Okay, what do you want me to start? Where do you want me to start? <clears throat> so a year ago. Sam really wanted a specific type of car. Mm-hmm. Um, I found said car, and it was a manual. And Sam and I always talked about how she wanted to learn how to drive a manual. That mm-hmm. was like on her bucket list of things was she wanted to learn how to drive a manual. Mm-hmm. So me being what I think is maybe the best fiance ever was like one of Sam's. She gave me two cars she wanted, and this was one of the cars she wanted. And it's a manual, and she really wants to learn how to drive a manual. I was like, dude, I'm winning boyfriend of the mother, wait, no, fiance of the goddamn year, right? Mm-hmm. So I go and I buy this car for her, and I bring it home and surprise her. Yeah. And how did you feel? I was very upset. And why was that? Because it was a manual. And why was that? Because I wanted to learn how to drive a manual on my own time, and you just forced it upon me with my favorite car. You don't even like those cars anymore. No, no, it ruined the car for me. All right, tell me more. Um, I don't know. My emotions uh, got washed over me. I was very upset, very tense, angry. <clears throat> okay, so. There's three state. Let's do the three stages so people can understand this. Okay. There's like three things that happen, right? So the first thing, when you see something, hear something, whatever, the first thing that happens is you get a thought, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we always get a thought. Mm-hmm. When we have a thought, we get a feeling. Mm-hmm. When we have a feeling, it spreads throughout our body. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thought, feeling, body. Okay. Okay. So, Sam, when I bring the car home, what was your thought? Why would he get me a manual? Why would he get me a manual? And how did that make you feel? Angry. Angry. And then what happened to your body? I mean, it was probably really tense. Probably tense. Okay. So, you have a very negative aurora. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That is emotional dependency Mm -hmm. because i because me just made you feel that way yep so if you had if i had brought that to you okay so this is how it could have been emotionally independent this is how you would have been emotionally independent in that situation Mm -hmm. i bring that car home to you you think 
wow, that was very thoughtful of him to buy me a car. Mm -hmm. Your feeling then would be happy Mm -hmm. that I would have bought you a car. Yeah. And then your body would be giving off a positive aurora. But it's because you regulated your own emotions and looked at the positive, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how you could have been independent in that thinking Mm -hmm. or in that emotion. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about that? Oh, I I mean, I know. Like, I definitely overreacted. Okay. And Like, I know I should have reacted differently. Sure. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about learning to drive a manual now? It's still, I'm tense about it. It's a touchy subject. It's a very touchy subject in this household. Okay, so what happened that made it even more touchy? I had a bad experience. You had a bad experience. Mm -hmm. Do you want to explain the experience? Why? Because I can recollect it so vividly and you just completely forgot about it. I did not say that. You said that. Um, Shana, I was finally like... Because I told Shauna, I didn't like how he bought the car because I wanted to learn manual on my own terms when I wanted to, not because he bought this car for me, forced it upon me. Um, And so finally, like one day I was like, yeah, I want to learn. Like, let's do this. And we went along. Everything was fine and dandy. And then there was a car behind us and we were at a four-way stop. And I stalled, and the car honked at me, and I stalled again, and I stalled again, and then there's people walking across the street, and then they started coming towards me, probably because they're like, man, why is this car like, I'm sure they could tell that I was stalling over and over again. Most likely. And, um, yeah, and I panicked, and I was freaking out, and I finally got it to go, and it just, it caused me a lot of anxiety. So... Just talking about that story just makes me want to just curl up in a ball. Really? Mm-hmm. So now how could we turn that situation into emotional independence? I mean, if I didn't overreact and get anxiety ridden, I probably would have been fine. And I probably wouldn't care to go drive a manual still. 100%. If you didn't think about other people's opinions. Yeah. So if you did not care and you accepted that people will have opinions of you and it does not matter. Mm-hmm then you'd be okay with it. But, so our big issue as people is we have certain expectations in our mind of what others, of what we think others think about us, okay? Mm -hmm. So we expect when we're driving a car that if you stall, somebody is going to... Get mad. Get mad or maybe... Like, think it's, like, funny, maybe, mad, funny, irritated, whatever. Yeah. So, we expect that to happen. So, now it's in our mind. We have a thought, an expectation that if we stall, that people are going to get angry. So, we have a feeling of being scared. Mm -hmm. And then that gives a negative aurora on our body. Mm -hmm. And now when we're driving, we're thinking about not stalling. Which, because we're thinking of not stalling, it's going to cause us to stall more. Yeah. Yep. So if we didn't, if we were emotionally independent and we didn't care 
about other people's opinions on us, then we'd be less likely to stall. And if we stalled, it wouldn't be a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you like it? I love it. Dude, this shit is wild. And then, I mean, it makes so much sense because how many times did you make me move the fucking Kia in the driveway and I was just fine? Always. I could start. I could go. Yep. And you didn't fucking stall. No. The same goddamn concept. Yep. But you put it on a road with a four-way stop and there's a car behind you and there's people in the crosswalk. Mind, body, fucked. Yep. And the worst part is, right? Like, so they honked one time and then they probably obviously knew that I was in a manual because I kept stalling. And then they just chilled out and hung out a second uh-huh. because the world's not ending. Uh-huh. But you thought the world was ending. Yeah, 100% I did. It's kind of fun, right, to think about that. So if we think about that deeper, right, on like multiple levels. So let's think about it with um, we're going to a wedding, right? Yeah. This is almost every fucking time we go to a wedding. Oh, my gosh, every time. We go to a wedding and we're like, fuck, are we going to be overdressed or underdressed? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Are we going to be overdressed or underdressed? We are worried what people are going to think about us by the way we dress because we're not sure if we're going to be overdressed or underdressed. But in reality, we should just dress however the fuck we want to. We should be dressing like we should be dressing for how we like to dress. Mm -hmm. Like be respectful. Don't fucking show up in shorts and a t-shirt to a wedding at a church. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But be respectful. If you show up to a wedding or to something like that in say like a khakis and a polo yeah you might be a little underdressed but if that's who you are and you like own that and you accept that's how you always dress then it is what it is so you should start wearing your sport coats because i know you want to wear your sport coats i to a fucking wedding. love that shit i know i should just, and you've never done it i know that's because uh, i'm not emotionally independent enough i care what other people think of me that's a lie you've actually done it at one wedding but anyways mitch johnson's Mitch Johnson's, that's yeah. right. Did I look good as we fuck. We need to get a sewing machine because then I can hem those pants and then I'd wear that jumpsuit more too. Facts. That jumpsuit, I looked hot. Or bring it to Pajai's mom and she'll do it for like 12 bucks. That's valid. Let's do that. Then we want to buy a sewing machine unless you want a sewing machine, whatever. I mean, I keep selling it. I really want one, but anyways. Okay. Um. So, we did it on our clothes, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Relationship. Let's get into it some more. Okay. All right. So relationship. I let's okay. Let's go with this. Do you want to go with like I break up with you? Oh fucking dude! Yes, please. Okay, Sean, I want a divorce. Ooh, speaking my language. I know. All right. So if I so Sam wants a divorce, my first thought is probably what the fuck. Probably. Probably what the fuck, right? Or this bitch, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's going to give me a really negative, angry feeling. And I'm going to be giving off a real bad aurora, right? So, if we were in that scenario, me being emotionally dependent, I'm going to be like, the world is ending. My life is pointless. Is there another guy? Mm-hmm. Why is she leaving me? Right? Like, why is she leaving me? What did she do? What is the love of my life doing? Right. Like, what is she doing? If I'm emotionally dependent, I am like, 
is there another guy? Pretty mm-hmm. much. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, I would think, I'd be like, is there another guy? Why is she leaving me? Yeah. You're going to surface level think about what did I do? You know what I'm saying? Like, you might surface level be thinking about, like, oh, is it something I did? I feel like at first you definitely would go with, like, what did she do? 100% at first. And then you, yeah, then, then secondly. Then you do some self reflection and go, okay, what have I done or not done? That could be a big one. Oh, yeah, definitely not done. Not done. That could be a big one. Mm-hmm. So, emotionally dependent self, I am angry and I can not productively think through these things because every time I have a thought and I get angry, the feeling of anger, my body feels that way and I'm going to be in an anger feedback loop and I'm going to get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, upset, 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 sad, 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 sad because I am not I'm not emotionally dependent to go, okay, she wants a divorce. Thought, I wonder why she could want a divorce. Mm -hmm. Then a feeling of curiosity. Okay, pretty neutral feeling. Mm -hmm. So then you could have a discussion in an emotional, dependent, independent state so that you're not in this emotional thing of like, I'm losing the love of my life. What am I going to do? I can't survive. The world is ending, da, 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 mm-hmm. right? Right. If you know how to live with yourself, okay? If you know how to live with yourself and that external factor decides to leave you, you're still going to be able to live with yourself because you proved it. Yeah. You may be sad, okay? But you're emotionally independent enough that you're going to keep moving and you can solve this problem Mm -hmm. or like work through this Yes, in a rational mind. Yeah. And part of... uh, Go ahead. Part of like emotional independence too is like, um, I was just looking up some things to do like in relationships. Sure. And a lot of it is like making sure you have your own hobbies you hang out with your own friends without your significant other like Mm. it's making sure you do a lot of things by yourself as well um just so then like if this does happen it's not as much of the world's falling apart because everything you've done in your life is with that partner yes one yes you oh my god that's so good which is really bad for us yeah we have so many hobbies together however you do bowling league yeah. I do golf league. Yeah. I recently bought a snowmobile. Yeah. And you will not be snowmobiling with me. I can't. Did you do that on purpose? I would never. For your emotional I would, independence? I would never do that, that babe. That smirk says that's a lot. I would not. I would not look at the options of a of a two-up and, and be like, oh, no, I wouldn't get that. I wouldn't do that. That's a lie. Are you kidding me? Was the other one a two-up? No. Of course not, it wasn't. Wow. Mine the other one was a two-up. <laughs> Bro, how funny is that? I looked well, at the other one, and I was like, oh, this this is a two-up. I could take Sam. And then I looked at the other one, and I was like, yeah, I'm getting this bitch. I Emotional even- independence, babe. Emotional Emotional damage. damage. Hey, when I YouTube emotional, <laughs> the first thing I EM emotional damage is the top thing when I you type that. in EM in YouTube. I at least for that. my whatever. 
Um, uh, okay. So yeah, you can continue. What do you have to add on to what I, to what we just talked about? So you want a divorce? What do you have to add on to that? Wait, is that real to you actually? No. Oh, okay, we was just role playing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. That was funny, right? It was funny. Okay, go ahead. Um, I thought I I think I just added the point I had for that. Cool. Just uh, making sure that you do things independently, so it it helps you not feel like the world is crashing right. if it happens. I like that. Mm. I like that a lot. And then also, like, it gives you like more confidence in doing stuff yourself. It makes it so like your uh, your emotions aren't as affected. Like when Sean has a bad day, like it does actually affect me mm-hmm. um, because then he's always less talkative and just not as much fun to be around. But if you're more emotionally independent, that doesn't happen. Dude, I actually dug deep into that like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that when mm-hmm. we did that? Dude, that shit was wild. It was like your wife comes home and is having a bad day. It was Sean Whalen. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, they, and uh, Sachs, Sean Sachs. Yep. They really promoted probably the best thing to do. Oh, my gosh. It was like, I cu- so if I get home and I'm upset, or so I'll use it in Sean and Sachs' terms. So, like, Sean would get home. Saxony would realize he's upset from the day. She would give him a cigar and a glass of whiskey and just tell him to like like, like l- get away for an hour. Yeah. Go figure out you. Get your shit under control, then you can come back into the house and we can have a good positive vibe. Same thing when she was like on her period or having a bad day, mm-hmm. he would like I don't remember exactly what he did, but he'd like give her something, do something, and he'd be like, "Hey, you exit stage left, go chill out here, mm-hmm. get yourself under control." And then regroup, and we can and we can hang out. Yeah. Um, but they like made if one of them was negative, they were like, "You exit, then come back." Yeah, I like that, dude. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. They also, I was telling Sean, your socks don't match. Um, sorry. It's because I put in so much work on my socks that I just wear holes through them, and so I'm like, man, I can't, you know, if I just wear a hole through one sock, I can't throw the other one away. That makes sense. Um, yeah. sorry. Uh, the sock's still good. Shit. This made me lose my part. Um, drinking. Sean and Sax. Yep. Walking away. Yep. Separation. Uh, whatever. Anyways. Uh, one of the other things I just thought was very interesting, um, was, uh, oh, uh, that plays emotional independence. Also like emotional intelligence kind of plays like a role with like kind of making sure other people don't affect you. So like picking up the social cues, um, is emotional intelligence, uh, part Mm -hmm. so by by picking up those social cues sax was able to be like nope sean like here's this to help you you go do you come back so you don't interrupt my positiveness Mm -hmm. pretty much Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and so we did talk about that too like emotional intelligence does play quite a bit into this as well yes 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 um i do like this uh some other there's some other tips of emotional independence for relationships um figure out what's important aside from your relationship oh yeah i've heard that yep Mm -hmm. for sure 
And then the last one was don't place so much pressure on your relationship. Yes. And I like that a lot because then by doing that, I feel like some relationships really do fall apart because one person is like very attached, very needy. Um, controlling maybe. Controlling maybe, yeah. Just like very like. This put- is their like, this is their identity. Yeah. You're, yeah. So like it'd be like my identity as Sam. Yeah. And so put it by putting all that pressure onto a relationship, I think really does hurt it and can make it fall apart. But if you don't put that pressure on there and then you actually just enjoy the relationship, enjoy each other's presence, um, enjoy like who you are as people mm-hmm. alone and together, it's a lot easier to um, probably not break up. Oh, for sure. I think so. Yeah. So actually, that's really good to go from here. Okay. Um, Alex Hermosi. Yeah. Like my man crush. Yes. I have like three man crushes, maybe four, probably more like 10. He's definitely in top 10. Um, probably top five. You have more man crushes than you do women crushes. I don't even care about women. Um, you care about one? Yes, Mimi. So, he's <laughs> getting Sam, of course. Um, Alex Hermosi talks about him and his wife. They work on separate ends of the house. You sent this to me. I sent this to you. Yeah, him. they work on separate ends of the house. They do not. Um, attend the same meetings meetings, and they don't work on like they don't work on the same project or they they work on the same project but they do different tasks in that project yeah and they do that so then at the end of the day they can sit down at dinner and go how "How was your day tell me about your day yeah and they don't know how the other person's day went because they weren't actually with them doing the things with them Mm -hmm. and I thought that was really cool yeah because that was nice about when we worked uh, with stable living together because you and I did very different things throughout the day. Yes. So then we were still able to come together at the end of the day. I mean, yes, we just constantly talked about work, but that's all Sean does anyways, so it's not like it matters. Yep. Um. So it was nice because then at the end of the days, so we were able to like discuss how our days went and then we can also talk about like how we can make things better because we're we can both still come at it at different angles when you're not both doing the exact same thing all day long. Agreed. Hey, you know what I just thought of? What? You know how I always talk about work? Yeah. What if... You didn't? Hmm, what oh. if I had a hobby? <laughs> what if I had different hobbies Okay. that didn't make me so emotionally dependent on work? I mean, all you listen to is like business podcasts and business people. So all you think about is business. That's so fun. And then you just want to tell me about it. I know. I don't even care. Yep. I, I wasn't going to stop. Yeah. If, if that was the case. Um, cool. So that's kind of emotional Independent. independence in a, in a nutshell. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I just. I'm trying to think of like other real life examples. We did. A, we focused a lot on relationships. Dude. Oh, let me give you a fucking as real as it gets. You're a woman. You look in a mirror. You don't feel good about yourself because you're on Instagram and TikTok every day and you see all these really hot women who use filters, but for some reason your brain struggles to comprehend that. Mm-hmm. And you're comparing yourself to them going, why don't I have six pack? Why am I not really lean? Why don't I have a big butt? Why don't I have big boobs? I got too big of boobs. I have too big of a gut. I don't look like that. Why don't I look that good in a bathing suit? 
comparing yourself to other people on the internet. Mm-hmm. Another thing, another great example. Dudes in business. God, yeah. Dudes in business. They're on a path. They're starting out in business. They look at these people who are bigger than them. Why don't I have a Ferrari? Why don't I have more properties? Why don't I have a bigger business? Why don't I have more employees? I'm so freaking useless. I'm so small. They're younger than me and have more money than me. I suck. Why do they have more followers than me? Yeah. That would be emotional dependency. Yep. Are those good real life examples? Yeah. No, I think they're good. Dope. Um, I did think of another one while you were talking about. Rip it. I forgot. Oh, no. You know what I noticed the other day? This is not actually related. When we were at the gym, I have not like really thought of myself as like a muscular woman. And then we were at the gym doing uh, arms mm-hmm. the other day. I have I have some muscles. I have an upper body. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Anyways, that's all I have for you. Good job, honey. I'm proud of you. Mm. Do you know how I noticed I had muscles, though? How? I compared myself to some of the other girls at the gym. And yep. I was like... So that was emotional dependency. Yep, it really was. Good job, honey. Good work. Hey, it made me finally approve of my body. I guess that's I mean that's a that's a that's a plus. Yeah. I guess. I got positive out of it. Yeah. There's this there's this uh video. Um and it was a girl complimenting a guy on dumbbell pressing or shoulder press. Seated, pressing 70s. Okay. And the girl's like, dang, 70s? Good job. That's big. And the guy's like, uh, not really. And the girl's like, what do you mean not really? That's a big deal to me. 70s are a lot of weight. And he's just like, yeah, but a lot of other people lift heavier. And she's like, well, comparison is the thief of joy. (laughs) And I was like, dang. That's dope. That is dope. And I'm sitting here thinking, dude, that's probably like the dude, one of the dude's first times repping out 70s mm-hmm. because he has her there spotting. He asked her to spot him. So I'm like, yeah, this dude's probably just like first entering the realm of the 70s for a seated press, yeah. which is pretty decent, dude. 70s on a seated press. I don't even think I got the flexibility to do that kind of shit. No, you don't. Um, Thanks. So I'm like, yeah, dude, like don't compare yourself to god dang like jay cutler or like larry wheels because you're gonna feel like a pile of shit Mm -hmm. you know just compare it to how you were a month ago yeah you know i did see another video of a guy like uh doing like bodybuilding poses in a mirror sure and then this girl just comes up and like pops her like leg and her legs were way more muscular than his it was funny as hell dude poor guy i know she just crushed his fucking vibes oh yeah that's super mean. it looks like they knew each other though like they probably knew each other at the gym but it was just funny damn anyways that's what i got for you i love it cool well gang that is dude you want Hmm. i do think i'm more emotional independent when it comes to my body than emotionally dependent yeah really because i just like i know like i see so many other people who are jacked and strong and it just doesn't bother me i'm like that's just so cool you compare yourself to yourself i do that's exactly what i do i'm like man remember when i was 220 and jack with abs i'm a piece of shit because i'm only 200 (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah dude i compare myself to myself that's emotional independence is that though why not okay cool i compare myself to myself 
I don't know. That's got to be better than comparing myself to others. I don't look yeah. for validation in others. I look for it in myself. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, bro, you could be bigger. But then I'm like, oh, I'm on a different journey. Why is your love language? Uh, um... Why is my love language? Uh, what is it? Affirmation. Because I fucking look for validation from others. Mm-hmm. 100%, but not when it comes to my body. But it's your love language. So, I mean, it's just from me right like i think love language is from everyone isn't it maybe not i, mean, I guess maybe it's i don't know i don't maybe know it's from people that are close to you Damn, oh my god could you imagine if your language was touch and just one i suppose there, there Actually, are people there are people, know that people love who are like that hugging yeah yeah, yeah. Ugh. yeah. Ugh. that's crazy dude that's weird mm-hmm. what is mine Quality time. Yep. yep. I had to really think on that. Quality time. Talking about emotionally dependent. Emotional damage. <laughs> Anyways, dude. No, I think this is super fun. I think... I I believe it is going to be extremely, extremely difficult to ever reach full emotional independence. I don't... I actually don't think I, I know I will never get there. Mm. I mean, it's actually not my goal to ever get to full emotional independence. But I plan to be emotional, emotionally independent enough where if something happens to Sam or Sam wants to leave me, I'm still going to be okay. It's not an option, so don't even joke about it. Okay. The other thing, you said you're dying before me, dude. So check it out. At some point in time, I'm going to have to deal with it. That is valid, yes. Okay. The next thing is, um, it's because, dude, I am the fucking epitome of health. Epitome? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's zero chance of me dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will die. Um. Anyways. Will we th- all die? Anyways. Exactly. And then, I lost my train of thought for I'm being sorry. stupid. Dude. Um, why do you want to be emotional oh yeah so it's not my so I want to be emotionally independent enough that if something happens to Sam I'm going to be okay I don't want to compare myself to others I can envy others and envy what they have and envy the type of person they are but I'm not going to compare myself to them I'm mm-hmm. not comparing myself to certain people and where they're at <laughs> Anyways. Must be the neighbors. It's my guess. All right, so. You're not going to compare yourself to others. Thank you. And then the last one is to not care about others so much. Yes. Sean and I have been working on that a lot lately, I would say. So... Like, I, yeah, so I guess not caring what other people do who are not, even like, I would, man, I would say only caring about the people that directly impact my life for my close, close, like, friend network. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, no, even then, I can't even, nope, I don't even want them to impact my life. Nope. I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, you don't want... Yeah, I don't want anybody to impact my life. I need to... I My goal is to live, like, 
synonymously is that a good word that's probably the wrong word for that yeah i want to live like by myself be the person i am everybody around me so it's the lighthouse theory yeah i'm the lighthouse everybody around me they can do what they want they will not affect me they will not influence me well they could influence me but they will not affect the way that i function and move through life but i hope the best for them and will give them stuff to hopefully help them reach their full potential right yeah get to their full potential yeah so i guess those are kind of my like ways that i would take emotional independence and try to live it um but i know that i will definitely like not be completely there because i will i will care if i'm over or underdressed for that wedding yeah you will care yeah i will care yeah um those were two really good ones i feel like we didn't really discuss what's that um especially the last one like oh sure not having other people affect you yeah Mm -hmm. because that's like something i feel like has become more a recent issue is that everybody cares what other people are doing in the world even if it's like someone you don't even know Mm -hmm. and like we really just need to not care not let that affect us because that's what's like spreading so much hate in the world right now so much anger there's just so much anger especially in the u.s right now Mm-hmm. And it's because we're letting all these people that aren't even affecting our lives directly mm-hmm. affect us. Mm-hmm. And we need to stop. We really need to stop. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. Because, I mean, a lot of it is like stupid, silly things of like Democrats care or hate Republicans. Republicans mm-hmm. hate Democrats. And, like, people just make judgments so quickly on what they are. Mm-hmm. And, one, it doesn't matter who people vote for. Mm-hmm. It should not affect if you like them or not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, two, like, I, I, I mean, I lost my train of thought on it. But it shouldn't affect, like... It shouldn't make you mad if someone is the opposite of you because it is okay for people to have different opinions and the world wouldn't be where it is if someone didn't have an opposing opinion at some point. 100%. And like I can, like even like people that are close to you, you can see people that are like your friends or your family who aren't living up to their full potential. And I've had it so much where it's bothered me so much and I lost like hours, many, many hours of thought, thought worrying about people even after I've given them advice, but they clearly don't fucking want it. Mm -hmm. They're not going to take that advice. They're not doing anything to change or better their lives. And me wasting all of my energy worrying about them is counterproductive for myself and my living. Because they are not willing to change themselves. Right. So until they are willing to change, like I, I, it is incapable for any of us to control people. Well, I should not say that. It's to control people emotionally. Maybe not even that. Hmm. Yeah, because let's think about like the vaccine shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, told yeah, people yeah, to be yeah, angry yeah. about people that didn't yeah, get that, vaccinated. That, that kind of, in theory, let's put it this way. 
you have a friend who does not budget properly and always behind on bills. You cannot control them to pay their bills. Mm -hmm. They have to make that decision that they are going to pay their bills before spending their money frivolously. You know, so in that realm, like, don't worry about people. You can't control people in that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got, babe. I love it. Emotional independence. Practice it. Work on it. Um, make it a goal to get certain areas better. Um, I guess one thing you and I are probably working on is like being okay with each other having hobbies that and like makes the other person being alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean and I haven't like for the whole time we've been dating, really. We yeah. played volleyball together and mm. then we stopped doing that. And then this year was the first time that Sean did a hobby by himself. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, well, I guess last year I did, but it was very part-time. Mm-hmm. It was not as frequent as it has been this year. Um, so that's been like something new for like Sean and I to like realize and get over and like emotionally not let it affect us. There's one hobby that I think you and I could like bond really good on though and do together really good. Driving manual cars. You were thinking that too? No. Dude, that would be kind of cool, babe. Actually, no. I do bond with you because I let you drive and I just get to look at the pretty scenery. Uh, okay, okay. What I happens What happens when we're out and I get shot and you got to get me to the hospital? I'd make it. The adrenaline, babe. It would. Dude, and then you would just drive, right? Maybe we, maybe we should go get me shot. No. And then put no. you in that situation no. and see how you perform. And then after that, you'd be confident to always drive. I would not. I don't want to risk your life. Okay. Because who knows how long it would take for me to get to the hospital. <laughs> you were pretty confident until I said, let's role play it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, fuck, dude, what if I actually couldn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't make you want to be prepared. I bet you I could do it. All right. Cool. I'm just not testing it. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, I hope you guys learned something. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you go get 1% better at being emotionally independent. Mm-hmm. And you can just like, if you want to learn more, Sean just Google searched it uh, or YouTube searched it and found Dude, some good videos. Actually, this one video I listened to that I liked, it's oh, her name's like BK Hani or something. One mm-hmm. second, let me pull it up. Um, what does the other dude? Yeah, I don't care about him. I'll go to my library. BK Shivani. Um, and she was the one that had the three, like the three steps. You have a thought. That thought turns to feeling. The feeling then um, sends like signals through your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's who I got that from. And I thought that was a really good way to break down not just like emotional independence, but how everything impacts you. Any any stimulus yeah. that that happens. I have a very like scientific mind, so I like to know the processes with things, um, which is why I like creating processes and writing down the processes. Like, sure, it's part of like what I studied in college, um, and so like I really like that because I love like learning about like especially the process in the body. Like that's why I like hormones so much, is because like it's a you know a whole process. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so no, I love that. And I just did some quick like Google searches and there's tons of articles on it. Very easy. Keep learning. Keep going. Cool. Thanks for tuning in guys. We'll catch you Friday. See ya.